it is us, those weekend golf guys, John Ashton in studio. Let me do that again without hitting the microphone. John Ashton in studio, Jeff Smith on the road in Indiana, and it is a weekend, and it is gorgeous, and summertime has dawned, and my predictions came true. We went right from the 108th day of January to the first day of May, and here we are now, 90 degrees, grass is coming in, even the Bermuda in this area is starting to come in, and everything is beautiful. Yeah, the Bermuda is happy, and pretty soon, if it stays going like this, the bent grass will not be so happy. <laughs> yes. We need a little bit of cool, a little bit of rain. Come on now. Let's keep all the grasses yeah. happy. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. keep them Well, it's hard happy. to do that. It is. But there is nothing more frustrating than paying good money for a round of golf and having to find a tuft of grass in the fairway to hit your second shot from. Yeah. You got that right. That that happens in, in the transition zone of the country quite a bit where there's a lot of guys, you know, golf courses that are that are putting in the southern grass, you know, the Bermuda and the Zoysia. They don't come out until, you know, spring. So, I mean, April and early May golf is always uh, a gamble because you might not have any green grass that's already come back to life. You don't have much of that. And then you have to find some places, you know, on the Bermuda or the Zoysia that hasn't yet uh, come back to life, so to speak. You know, you're playing off of brown turf and whatnot just for a little bit. But man, when it starts popping, it really comes around. Nothing more beautiful than that emerald green look of a golf course well manicured. And right. speaking of emerald green, had a bit of a um, bit of a problem a couple weeks ago. You know, Jeff, you were uh, telling us all about your trip that you've planned to Scotland, the whole itinerary. We yeah. uh, we have some listeners in in Dublin, Ireland, and one of them um, took offense. <laughs> Oh, they did? And demanded... We're flying e- to Dublin. Demanded we're equal time. We're flying to Dublin. It's okay. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about that. What, do we want to do a trip to Ireland? We're, Let's do it. He wants us to do a trip to Ireland. He's going to come on and tell us why Ireland is a wonderful place, and uh, maybe he can help us set one up. We're going to talk about that coming up a little bit later I'm on game. in the show. How do you feel about music on the golf course? You know, I kind of like it. I think it depends on what's being played and if it's going to bother anybody else. Yeah. I know music helps me relax. I like being in my own world, and music helps me. You know, my music helps me. Your music helps you. Kind of get relaxed, get comfortable. Yeah, I like it. And getting Um, relaxed is the operative, the operative consideration. Yeah, you know, but part of golf to me, and and I won't say this is a general rule with everybody, but part of golf to me is the peace and quiet and the nature of it too. So it kind of depends on my mood. Right. You know, not to suggest I'm any more moody than you are, (laughs) but what I'm saying is. What I'm saying is there are days when I go out and, and I just like some peace and quiet and I finally get some if I'm on the golf course. And I, and I like the, the blank nothingness, the, the sound of the birds and the wind and the trees and those kind of things, right, without any other things going on. But then there's those days where I just go out and I want to unwind and, and sometimes my own music just helps. You know, I've got my Spotify playlist. Oddly enough, it happens to include those week- weekend golf guys because we're on Spotify now. Yes, indeed. How cool is that? <laughs> but anyway... I put I put my Spotify playlist on, you know, and I'll just I'll just start rolling. You know, I like it a lot. I like it. It's fun. Yeah, and that's that's the operative consideration for me. It's fun. You know, you get a, you get a foursome out there, and and you're having fun, and you're cutting up anyhow. Um, you know, just relaxing and letting go, making fun of the other guy's shots. You know, little wise guy comments back and forth, a little music in the background. And, you have to be awfully careful about that, you know. What music in the background or wise guy comments? No, the wise guy comments. You yeah, know? yeah. Because that, that cuts both ways. Oh, I know. I can take it. I can take it as well as I can dish it out. <laughs> okay, maybe not. Maybe I dish it out better than I take it. But you know, we used to play a game that was a really good game, and we used to play it for money. But now we just play it for wisecrack comments. Okay. <laughs> because we don't really. Because <laughs> it's just it's actually more entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> But it was a call-your-shot game. So you and I are playing against each other in, uh-huh. in this game. Okay. And there's no handicaps involved. This is a, you know, you're going to call your shot. You're going to say to me out loud before you hit the shot, what is going to happen to your golf ball? Okay. How high is it going to go? Where is it going to start? How much is it going to curve? Where is it going to finish? That kind of stuff. Okay. And um, if it does, then you get to throw the old nana nana boo boo thing out at me. <laughs> Stick your tongue out and go <laughs> yeah, okay. Right? Uh-huh. But if it doesn't do that, now comes my needle. 
you know? Uh-huh. So I get to stick that out there at you a little bit. Yeah, and we <laughs> go back and forth with that. That's a whole lot of fun. Not only is it fun, but, man, but know, I, could gotta, see, I could see a therapeutic value in that or at least a, a player value because if I call my shot, then I'm going to think about that shot. And I'm not going to stand over the ball with the thought in my head, where the hell is this going? It's going to be, I know where this is going. And I, I bet you it would help me play better if I called my shots Well, and, and that was the, the original purpose of that. And I give that to an awful lot of my students who are trying to become better players, mm-hmm. not just better strikers of a golf ball, things like that. I give them something like that to do on the golf course because the advantage is, is that it just changes your brain right now, puts yeah. you into the positives yeah. as to what is about to happen. Brilliant. And then, in order to be successful with this game is – the thought that you'll only try a shot that you know you can pull off. Guess what? That thought right there makes you a better player because you'll do only what you could predict to happen at a high level of, you know, a high percentage. Right. You wouldn't try that. Oh, I can hit it through that little spot and that little hole in the trees right there. That's just big enough for my golf ball to fit through. You're not calling that shot. No, no, you know, you're going to get the double penalty. One of them's going to be the tree swatting your ego down to the ground, uh-huh. and the other is going to be doing the same thing. See, now this is why you need to listen but, to us, because when you least expect it, here comes a wonderful tip on how to play better golf, and we've got more of them coming up when we come right back. Also going to talk to Henry Adams, who's a guy who's designed a thing called Sound Caddy. If you like music on the course, this is going to be great. And uh, then Phil O'Carroll from Dublin, Ireland. Terrible accent, and I apologize. But it's all coming up when we come right back. We are those weekend golf guys. Don't you move. Back in the early 2000s, some department store here in town heard me talk about golf on my morning show on the radio, and they decided that they'd bring me a couple samples of Peter Millar golf shirts. I was hooked. They were absolutely phenomenal, probably the best-looking and the most comfortable golf shirts I ever had. Not only does it feel wonderful, it looks fantastic, it helps protect you from sun, it fits great, it looks great, and you can wear it anywhere. I mean, it's not just for golf anymore, guys. Peter Millar, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to go to Peter Millar, that's M-I-L-L-A-R dot com, slash weekend. Check their stuff out. I will uh, guarantee you that you'll want some. And once you get one piece, yeah, you're going to be coming back more and more and more. It's Peter Millar, M-I-L-L-A-R dot com slash weekend. And if you do buy something, you're going to get free shipping and a free hat. PeterMillar.com slash weekend. And it's us, those weekend golf guys, John Ashton here, Jeff Smith there, and we are talking about sound on the golf course, music, 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 and uh, playing as, you know, we all have the bucket list with Scotland on the itinerary, but how about Ireland? Oh, yeah. We got someone who made that suggestion. We're going to talk about Ireland golf in detail coming up a little bit later on in the show with Phil O'Carroll from, I believe his company is called Fairways and Fun Days. And I talked to a few people and I said, would you be interested in going? They said, how about the Guinness Museum? Is that part of the itinerary? And I said, oh, yeah. I said, yes, sign me up. So there you go. It's as easy as that, man. As easy as that. But we were talking uh, just, yeah, a, just, just a few minutes ago about... A little thing that some people may not have heard, and that is a way to maybe make an immediate improvement in your game and have a little fun at the same time. It's a game you play, call your shot. And yeah. I was listening to you do that, and I said to myself, you know, in the words of Dr. Gary Sales, see, we got to get back on, man, the golf doctor. Yeah, he's, he's a lot of fun. But from a mental standpoint, from a get right in your head because somebody said, what is uh, 50% of golf is 90% mental or something like that. You have to really get the thought process going right in your head before you can get your body doing it. But if it is right in your head, then your body's going to kind of follow along automatically. There's a lot of truth in that. And, you know, it's hard to disprove that. And it's hard to how some people would go, well, you can't scientifically prove that that can happen. But yet, anecdotally speaking, we see that a lot, that your mind really can control what's going on and, and the, how the body performs. Yeah. And it's really difficult because the, the, the mental sciences are 
I don't want to say they're still in their infancy, but boy, do we have a lot to learn. And, and it's awful hard to quantify to satisfy all, all those doubting Thomas people who want to put a number or a, a formula to. But anecdotally speaking, boy, is there a huge correlation between what you're really thinking and what you're attempting to do and what you can actually do. It is unbelievable. You want to prove that to yourself. Next time you play golf and yeah. you're on a par three over water, let the last thought in your head be don't hit it in the water and see what happens. Yeah, because, you know, your brain can't recognize the negative word, the yeah. don't. Yeah. And next thing you know, bam, there's your ball going in the water. Yeah. So when you do that experiment, you know? don't try one of those new Titleist uh, AVXs because they're expensive. No, you pull a John's ball. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> pull out a, you know, a top flight that you found with a few dings in it. Use that one. Yeah. The ones that look like they got, uh, they got played golf on a, on a cart path all day long. Yeah. Because yeah. they probably have. Yeah. Use, you that, know? Bad boy. Yeah. use that bad boy. Yeah. See how that flies out there. Because that's what's going to happen. And the same thing. Yeah. You know, you say, just don't put it in the trees. Don't let me go right. It's the negative thoughts that we all have, and they all tend to manifest themselves as positives, and our body does what our brain, we thought we were saying, don't do. That has been said by many smart people, and it has been essentially anecdotally proven mm -hmm. to be pretty darn accurate. Yeah. So keep it yeah. to the positive, what do I want to have happen here? What am I about to make happen here? I find that to be pretty pretty darn accurate it is one of the things that you know other other games that we play with with ourselves and, and and as i coach people is in in how they think about what they're doing is if they constantly are telling themselves what to do as opposed to what not to do for example something as simple as hey i'm just going to knock it over there just the, the broadest thought i'm just going to knock this ball right over there and keep it in that instead of thinking about that not to do thing like, oh, gosh, don't hit it out of bounds and don't hit it under those trees and don't hit it in that sand trap and all those things. I'll just tell them, hey, look, let's let's all understand we can we can all look out at the hole in front of us and we could all pick out all the trouble. Yep. But the goal here is to pick out in the quick scan of where the trouble is, pick out the place where you want your ball to go and then just say, that's where I'm going to hit it and keep it that simple. Aim at it hit as straight a shot as you can possibly hit to it. And all of a sudden, if you're a smart chooser of where you want your ball to be, you'll have a lot better time on a golf course. Yeah, I got to tell you, I, uh, I fell prey to that. Um, I was playing uh, last uh, during last week, and there's a par three downhill, about 156 yards with water on three sides of the green. And yep. I, I was like, just don't don't hit it too high, don't hit it too far. And I really messed myself up. And what I did is I hit a worm burner. Worm burner. And it crested, it crested the hill. And I wondered, where did that stop? And then I saw it keep rolling up onto the green. Rolled by the pin by about an inch. And then went about five feet past. And the guys I were playing with were, huh. did you do that on purpose? <laughs> I was like... Yeah, that's how I always play this hole. <laughs> but really, you know, I usually hit it in the air here, but this time I just want to take a whole different route. See yeah, if I can still get it there. I've never aced it in the air. I thought maybe if I hit a ground ball, maybe it might happen. It didn't. Yeah, and I missed. In case you ask, I missed the birdie. So there. Oh. I know. Tap in par. It's the way it goes, man. That's the way it goes. Yeah. All right, so uh, you've heard the arguments about music on the golf course. Are you pro? Are you con? Either way, you're going to want to be around for the next segment. Henry Adams from Sound Caddy Golf will be our guest. And if you ever have any fantasies of maybe playing golf in the old country, hanging out amidst green grass and castles and leprechauns and Guinness... Well, we may have someone you need to talk to coming up a little later on in the show, too. So stick with us. We are those weekend golf guys. Don't you move. You want to see how great a golf instructor Jeff Smith really is? It's very easy. $5golfclub.com. The number $5golfclub.com.
If you're 85 or younger, would you like peace of mind and comfort for your family? We're Final Expense Direct with an urgent message for you. The average funeral today costs over $8,000, but the most you'll get from government benefits is $255. How will your family pay the difference? We can help. Our senior plans start as low as just a dollar a day and pay up to $30,000 for a funeral and other final expenses. Peace of mind is easy. There's no medical exam. You'll have lifetime coverage, and your plan can't be canceled as long as you pay your premiums. Call now for free information about our senior plans. Answer a few simple questions and receive approval right on the phone. Plus, call right now, and we'll give you a discount prescription card for free. Call 800-578-9306. That's 800-578-9306. Again, 800-578-9306. We have a small yet loyal following of junior golfers, 12 to 18-year-olds. I want to address myself to them right now. Listen, guys, girls. If you are serious about golf, there is a mom, there is a dad, there's a grandmother, a grandfather somewhere that are so psyched, but maybe they don't show it. They don't want to push, but they would love you to get involved in the game of golf. So why don't you go to them right now? Say, mom, dad, grandpa, grandma, I want to get better at this game. I want to get good at this game. I want to learn from a guy who has junior champions, high school, collegiate champions. He's even got a student who's kicking butt on the web.com tour. And it only costs five bucks a month. And I can learn at my own pace. And parents are going to be able to learn from their phones, which you know they don't drop out of their hands anyway. $5golfclub.com. Join for your kids' sake. Thanks for hanging with us, those weekend golf guys. John Ashton here in the studio. Jeff Smith uh, in transit somewhere in the uh, very flat state of Indiana, weaving his way through soybeans and cornfields uh, on his way to the next teaching gig. But that's what he does, and he does it quite well. On the line with us, too, Mr. Henry Adams. Henry, where are you at, man? Which is terrible English. Guys, yeah, I'm out here in Denver, Colorado. Ah, okay. And springtime has happened there, too, already, I understand. So yeah, golf golf courses are greening up nicely. We've had lots of rain lately, which is kind of uh, it's been a real dry start, but we finally got that rain, so all the grass is reacting very nicely. Yeah, Henry Adams, what would you call you? You're the, you're the purveyor, the creator, the designer, the head honcho for a, a company called Sound Caddy Golf. Pick a title, man. Yeah, and we'll go with it. <laughs> That's a very generous title. Um, yeah, so I, I kind of came up with this thing like a J.K. Rowling Harry Potter moment, just uh, drawing it on a bar napkin, and uh, it was kind of during a round of golf, and we just went out there, and we always brought little Bluetooth speakers or playing music from our phones or whatever it might be, and mm-hmm. one round uh, the music stopped, and I looked down, my phone was dead, Bluetooth speaker was dead, everything, and the uh, party just kind of stopped out there on the course. So I figured, why not make a speaker for golf specifically that uh, had dual charging ports on the back so you could charge your phone while you listen to music, and then also just something that sounds a little better than everything else that was on the market. So Soundcaddy was born in my brain and drew it on paper and got back to it about uh, a year later. <laughs> and this this is really cool, too, because we've all seen the Bluetooth speakers. Some of them, you know, hang from the windshield of the cart or stick it in a cup holder or whatever. But this you put in your bag, man. It looks like a golf club. Yeah, so it looks just like a driver. And then uh, we've actually got a modular shaft on there. So it goes into four different pieces. And uh, underneath the grip is a turf spike. So if you're out on the range or putting green or even if the backyard barbecue and you want some music with you, you can kind of stick that spike straight into the ground and it'll just uh, keep it out of the elements. Even though we are uh, IPX rated, we're waterproof, not, we're more water resistant. Mm-hmm. I've actually submerged the thing in a lake and uh, it continued playing perfectly fine afterwards. I don't recommend it. <laughs> if, if a sprinkler hits it or an errant beer opening or something like that uh-huh. hits it, you're going to be just fine. Were you talking on purpose or was it uh, just a, an accident that happened to work out well? I was just testing it, you know. Okay. It's uh, kind of the due diligence part of uh, creating a product. You just want to see how far you can take it. That's right. Yeah, and, and if it uh, breaks, don't worry, we'll make more. Not a problem, man. <laughs> exactly. Definitely. Henry Adams, our guest from Sound Caddy Golf, and look look it up online, soundcaddygolf.com. It is a real cool looking piece of gear, but 
Jeff, stop making noise, man. I'm not trying to do it. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jeff, you you run into this a lot. There there seems to be some disagreement between old school golfers and new school golfers who think that any kind of sound on the course is is forbidden. I really of, do run into that. Get a lot of hairy I, eyeballs. You know, and I I think you could almost draw that down generational lines mm -hmm. but the truth is is that i see a lot of casual golfers who are in the upper generation of golfers that actually enjoy music on the golf course yeah i think where the the line gets drawn for a lot of people is the volume exactly i think that when you hear it you're okay everybody's okay with it but if they're a one hole over and they're hearing your music, I think that's when people stop becoming okay with it. Henry, is that what you run into, man? So, okay. Absolutely. So kind of generationally, um, and as you mentioned, Jeff, it's, it's kind of a blurry line once you get to the older generations, but definitely the millennials step up from the millennials, people in their 40s. A lot of people are starting to embrace music on the course. Somebody like uh, Jordan Spieth, when he goes back home to Dallas, always having music with him with his buddies and they're playing for, uh, with their foursome out there at Dallas and do like Rory McIlroy out on the range. He's got his Bose headset on. and So people are really enjoying music. It loosens you up. It gets you your tempo. kind of gets you out of your head a little bit. There's also a time and place for it. So if you're out there and people aren't enjoying it, you got to be respectful. I'm exactly. a golfer through and through and grew up golfing, and uh, I'm not out there to cause a ruckus. I'm just trying to make it more fun for everybody right. involved. But uh, if you're with a if you're with a group that doesn't like it, we've got volume controls right on the face of the sound caddy, and we've got uh, a mute button right on the center of the face. So if you're coming up to a tee box and you're kind of getting that hairy eyeball, make sure to turn it off. And uh, <laughs> you, you, you got to go with it. It's still a gentleman's game. It's, you got to be respectful of others for sure. Control of the playlist to everybody. You can't just be isolated to one person. And, uh, you kind of start spreading it around. It's fun. I was out there with my uncle about a week ago at the Sound Caddy, and he at first was like, what the heck did you do? Bring music out here. He's, he's the upper generation of golf and didn't really appreciate it at first because I was playing some light EDM or some sort of uh, a lighter rock. And then we saw something from his generation, and uh, he started jamming out to it and was yeah. loving it. So it's just, it goes to show that you got to mix up the playlist a little bit, too, and involve everybody that's right i mean you get the 70s on seven from uh satellite radio and we'll all be happy henry uh adams sound caddy golf how about a little uh shameless self-promotion yeah how much does it yeah, cost so, where can uh, i get it and all that kind of good stuff man yeah so the best place to find it is going to be at soundcaddygolf.com we're retailing right now for 129 Mm -hmm. And that does include the battery bankability with the dual USB ports off the back, the four-piece modular shaft with the spike and the hosel of the actual head of the cl uh, club so you can stick it in the T-holder as well. Right. Forgot to mention that earlier. That's great. And then you can also find us now. We're in we're in Brookstone in uh, the uh, Maker Showcase out in New York, <laughs> which is great. I just spent a, a weekend out there. And at Bridgestone, that's that's yeah. kind of like the official okie dokie. You are cool. Yeah, well, you know, that's, that's the way I looked at yeah. it. And I sure felt... Uh, privilege to be there and they're phenomenal having us out there and I uh, couldn't be happier as a kid that used to shop at Brickstone all the time and now to see one of my products in there it's pretty yeah. darn cool certainly is man and I gotta tell you the thing I like best about this not just the music I love the, the music part and the fact that it blends in in your bag or whatever but the charging ports because as we were talking earlier, man, I love to use those GPS golf apps on my phone, but I can never get past like the 13th or 14th hole with one until the phone goes dead. Absolutely. So. Well, John, you ought to just quit at that point, write down a lower score and be happy. Well, that's what I do, and I am. You know those times I tell you I shot par? That's why. I stopped at 14. <laughs> Soundcaddygolf.com. Oh, <laughs> You know, uh, I think Jeff needs one, man. Jeff, you got a Brookstone close. Go check one out. Tell him you know Henry. Maybe I'll give you a discount. <laughs> yeah, if we haven't if we haven't gotten you one out there yet, I don't know if my team has or not, but I'd be happy to send you both a couple. That'll be fantastic, Henry. Thank be you. A lot of fun. Yeah. It will be, and we will we will play it proudly. I would say loudly, but we're smarter than that. We'll just do it proudly. <laughs> All right. You know, and and with kind of the design of it, the uh, if you're keeping it in your bag or you're keeping it kind of in your cart. The speakers kind of aim down a little bit, so it really isolates the music. And once you get about 150 yards away from somebody, you're not going to hear it. It's not a, right. it's not an absolute blast in sound system, but it, it sounds very good, and uh, it definitely is all the music you would need. Yeah, the thing is the way, it's, the way it's designed too. You got what 30 millimeter drivers in there and a and a passive subwoofer, so the sound is great without cranking it up. 
which is exactly yeah fantastic. that passive subwoofer gives it a lot a lot fuller sound right. a lot of these small bluetooth speakers they kind of have uh, one or two maybe little baby drivers in there and they're real low quality we we stepped it up and had a real high quality dual driver in there and that was a subwoofer um, it gives it a lot fuller sound it's not going to be papery or, or real tinny it's, it's a real nice full high fidelity sound and not only can you listen to your favorite music, you could listen to those Weekend Golf Guys, the podcast version out there. Maybe you'd learn something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or uh, <laughs> blast a, a YouTube tutorial right there on, uh, on wanna, the driving range. Yeah, go to $5 Golf Club, get one of Jeff's videos. Do it for him. All right. <laughs> there you go. Henry Adams, soundcaddygolf.com, man. We appreciate your time, and uh, we'll have you on again, man. It was fun. Thanks for spending some time with us here on those Weekend Golf Guys. Hey, Jeff, I got a letter, $5 Golf Club. It was addressed to you, but it came to me. But it said, Jeff, man, I took your advice from the show twice. One, you advised me to join $5GolfClub.com. I did. Two is you advised me to buy the best ball I, I could afford, and I'm getting those Strixons, Keystars. I'm paying about 36 bucks a dozen for them. So I used to lose two balls a round, and I played a round a week. That's eight balls a month. That's $24 a month. He said, after some of the lessons at $5 Golf Club, I'm not losing that many anymore. I lose maybe three a month. That's nine bucks. Ooh. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. I think that's good math. It's good math, man. He's spending nine bucks on lost balls, five bucks on us. That's 14 bucks. He's still making a $10 profit. <laughs> that's right. Go to $5GolfClub.com, listen to me, and make money. How do you like that? And we are those guys, those weekend golf guys. John Ashton here, Jeff Smith, uh, up in uh, Columbus, Indiana, teaching folks how to play golf better. And we have with us on the line, live from Ireland, Mr. Phil O'Carroll. Now, Phil, I got to tell you, I want to apologize. I have never been to Ireland but I did grow up in Boston. You've uh, you've been to Mini Ireland, I suppose, as yeah. we would refer to it over here. Um, yeah, a little little Irishized a little bit there, but uh, but I got to tell you, even still, if you refer to the basketball team as the Boston Celtics, they really get upset, even though that's the way you're supposed <laughs> to pronounce it. So, absolutely. Yeah. Thanks very much for having us on the show, guys. We're absolutely delighted to well, connect with you. And, thanks for giving up uh, your dinner time to spend some time with us here. Now, we what we did two weeks ago on the show, if, if you were listening, um, Jeff gave us the itinerary for his trip this summer to play golf in Scotland. And we have a large European contingent of listeners in Dublin, Ireland is like our second most listened to international city and phil was kind enough to get uh get in touch with us and ask for equal time absolutely <laughs> absolutely we, we we reckon we definitely deserve more than more than the amount of time you're giving to scotland over here but... <laughs> so, we're, uh, yeah we're, we're we're about 25 miles away from dublin where we are at the moment um very close to the K Club, where the 2006 Ryder Cup was hosted. Mm-hmm. Um, but absolutely, as as you know, as we said, Scotland—it's an amazing place. But equally so, Ireland—it's it's incredible in terms of the golf courses and just the overall experience. Uh, we have a we have a saying over here that you know Scotland may be the home of golf, but Ireland is where golf goes on its vacation. And, uh, <laughs> that that's, uh, that pretty much sums it all up over here. It's. Um, Okay. <laughs> well, when the when when the Scottish uh, invented the game, it was only for the aristocrats to play, anyhow. So I guess maybe uh, you brought it to Absol- the world, right? Abso- can- absolutely, right. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, believe it or not, Ireland is a it's a relatively small country by by U.S. standards, um, but we've got over four hundred eighteen whole courses on the island. Uh, obviously, a lot of them, the likes of the Royal County Downs and Ballybunions, Watervilles. Port Marnox are all going to be really well-known courses in the Hinches. But, you know, some of the other courses off the beaten track and some of the courses that we always say where the locals play mm-hmm. uh, are absolutely incredible. That's both in terms of Parkland and, and Lynx courses. So, um, and it's, that's, I, I it's love some, the fact that they're not all Lynx courses because, as, as we've discussed before, I don't feel comfortable playing a golf course without trees to hit my ball into. <laughs> absolutely um, it's something you know it's something that we would always encourage people uh, 
encourage clients to, to do actually when they come to Ireland, maybe to mix their holiday a little bit. Um, I know obviously it's it's a lot of the time coming from the States and coming from Canada, it's about playing the, the great links courses. But it's nice also to play one or two of the parkland courses. And, yeah. you know, especially after a long transatlantic flight, it can be a n- nice way to settle into your vacation by playing a parkland course and then by, by taking to the links. Yeah. Um, you know what? It started with the real hard stuff right off the bat, you know? No, ab- absolutely. Absolutely not. You know, a lot of times people, I'm sure Jeff doesn't because he's been there often and he's more conversant with it. But, but a lot of us, you know, weekend golfers, have the the feeling that these golf courses since you know many of them were just you know carved out of sheep pastures or or were the sheep pastures or whatever that they are inherently more difficult to play than our courses we're familiar with here in the states absolutely yeah and i mean the courses themselves would have taken this into consideration over the last 10 12 years as well because uh you know you look at a lynx course on a calm day you know, it's, it's it's very, very little difference between that and Parkland Golf. You know, you look at maybe getting a little bit extra roll on yeah. the fairways and the greens not being as receptive. But other than that, on a calm day, it's quite a similar game. But when that wind blows, then it's a completely different game. And, you know, somebody who would shoot, say, 80, 85 on a normal day, you will be doing well to break 100 shots uh, when the wind blows on the Lynx course. And, and that's not an embarrassing score. You know, you look at some of the... You look at some of the, the professionals, the scores that they will shoot in, in, you know, the Open Championship when the wind blows. And it's, you know, as I said, sometimes breaking 80 is an achievement in itself. Yeah. Um, but well, that, as I said, some of the courses now, they've, they've, they've figured that out and they've realized that it's a, it's, it can be a difficult game. So you would have a number of different tee positions right. for all, for all um, standards of play and for all golfers. And well, certainly I'd encourage your listeners not to sort of be put off by the fear of, coming over here and playing Lynx golf because it's a really, really great experience to, to do. Well, the fact that I could shoot 100 and not be embarrassed by it is an enticement all to itself, Phil. That's Absolute, not- <laughs> absolutely. And, and, and then you can go out on the back nine as well then after that. <laughs> Ouch. You guys have been talking behind my back, haven't you? <laughs> absolutely. All right, Jeff, you, you've been to Scotland, you've been to England, you played around. Um, yeah. What actually... I give the floor. I yield the floor to you, sir. You know, the the thing that I love about the the Lynx Golf is the views that we just don't have in the middle of America. Mm-hmm. To stand out there and look over either the Atlantic Ocean or the North Sea or whatever large body of water amongst some cliffs, and you're out there amongst some of the nastiest wind you'll ever feel <laughs> is, is so much fun because you went for that experience. And the, the, the fun that you get out of that is to battle mother nature, trying to put this stinking little ball into this hole 400 yards away and as few as shots as possible and navigate that and deal with the conditions that could be beautiful and calm over there, apparently, that's like a two-club wind. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Um, because that's normal. You get out there on the coast, and it just doesn't stop. Yeah. It picks yeah. up, and then it picks up some more, and then it picks up some more after that, but it just doesn't stop. <laughs> so, no, abs- abs- absolutely. And very well described, Jeff. Uh, very, very well described. And, I, you know, what? I suppose what goes with that as well, though, and it's it's – you know, it sometimes can be painted like quite a bleak picture of playing in these winds and, the, you know, the strong prevailing wind and sometimes the driving rain. But what sort of comes with that as well is that the fun that you'll have in the in the 19th hole in the clubhouse in some of the best pubs in the world after your game of golf, you know, and to talk with your mates, to talk with your traveling companions about the game of the game that you've played and about some of the challenges and the fun that you'll have with the locals in Ireland. It's something that that isn't matched anywhere else in the world. Well, and again, you know, I know I'll sound quite impartial saying that as an Irishman, but I would certainly stand over that, that uh, if any of your listeners are considering a golf vacation and are, are looking to experience Lynx golf, uh, we would always say to consider, you know, the whole, the whole, the whole um, picture and to look at the after golf experience as well. And right. Ireland is really unparalleled in what it offers in that regard. You know, the beauty this- of the area and the people that you meet, you'll never forget. 
Absolutely. And, and that is one of the most amazing things about traveling to play golf and to, to get there and to meet people. And then all of a sudden you have friends across the world. Absolutely. And you go for those things, that total package. It like, just blows my mind on how much fun we've had when we've traveled abroad for the purpose of playing golf on some of the world's greatest golf courses. Well, not, not only do you have the golf in common, but, you know, in this day and age, sometimes, you know, uh, Americans get a little hesitant to uh, go overseas. You're not quite sure what kind of a reception you're going to have. The political well, climate being polite, what they you'll are. you get a nice, polite reception. But I think but if you But also, we're cousins, <laughs> you know? I mean... Absolutely. I mean, we've, we've uh, you know, we always extend a really, really warm welcome to American visitors in Ireland. And I mean, there are such great links there between both countries. We have been very, very fortunate with the support that America has given Ireland over the years, uh, you know, and has, I suppose, the recognition that, that America has given Ireland in terms of its exports and in terms of what Ireland is really, really good at in terms of literature and sport and poetry and yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, the links that the links that are there, absolutely <laughs> that too. Um, the links that are there, you know, would ensure that every American visitor that comes to Ireland is going to be treated really, really well. And uh, we're very, very reliant and very, very lucky that we have enormous numbers of of American visitors, not only golfers but also other uh, others that that just come for general sightseeing tours of Ireland. So. Right. You can be absolutely sure, 100% sure, that you're going to get a really, really warm and a very, very genuine welcome in Ireland as well. And about the money, you guys, you guys use euros, right? Not that's pounds? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, a lot easier to figure out euros than it is pounds and quid and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's yeah, such absolutely. a screwed up system over there. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, we're we're uh, yeah, it's all it's all euros in Ireland, um, Northern Ireland, so that the smaller part of Ireland where Royal Portrush and Royal County Down would be, that's still part of of the UK. So they would still use uh, they would still use the pound pound sterling up there, but but in the southern part of Ireland, it's uh, it's all uh, it's all euros. All right, Phil, listen, uh, I'm going to put you on the spot here in in just a second. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, because we've talked about you know, why you'd want to play golf there and other things to see there and what the money system is there. And I know what you do for a living, and we're going to wind that in and see if maybe you can hook us up and uh, put together some enticements for some of us and our listeners to uh, to head over to Ireland to play some golf. So put your thinking cap on, tell us what we can do, and we'll be right back. We're all those weekend golf guys. Hang with us, please. We have a small yet loyal following of junior golfers, 12 to 18-year-olds. I want to address myself to them right now. Listen, guys, girls, if you are serious about golf, there is a mom, there is a dad, there's a grandmother, a grandfather somewhere that are so psyched, but maybe they don't show it. They don't want to push, but they would love you to get involved in the game of golf. So why don't you go to them right now? Say, Mom, Dad, Grandpa, Grandma, I want to get better at this game. I want to get good at this game. I want to learn from a guy who has junior champions, high school, collegiate champions. He's even got a student who's kicking butt on the web.com tour. And it only costs five bucks a month. And I can learn at my own pace. And parents are going to be able to learn from their phones, which you know they don't drop out of their hands anyway. $5golfclub.com. Join for your kids' sake. If you're 85 or younger, would you like peace of mind and comfort for your family? We're Final Expense Direct with an urgent message for you. The average funeral today costs over $8,000, but the most you'll get from government benefits is $255. How will your family pay the difference? We can help. Our senior plans start as low as just a dollar a day and pay up to $30,000 for a funeral and other final expenses. Peace of mind is easy. There's no medical exam. You'll have lifetime coverage, and your plan can't be canceled as long as you pay your premiums. Call now for free information about our senior plans. Answer a few simple questions and receive approval right on the phone. Plus, call right now, and we'll give you a discount prescription card for free. Call 800-578-9306. That's 800-578-9306. Again, 800-578-9306. 
And we are back, those weekend golf guys. John Ashton here, Jeff Smith there, and over in Ireland, Phil O'Carroll. Now, Phil, Fairways and Fun Days is your company, correct? That's right, John. Yeah, that's right. We're a golf tour operator based in Ireland. Uh, we've won the award at the World Golf Awards for Ireland's best golf tour operator for the last two years, in 2016 and 2017. And we pride ourselves on giving all of our clients uh, what we call an ultimate golf and Ireland experience. So not alone will they play some of the best golf courses in the world, but they'll also enjoy a really authentic uh, Ireland experience, you know, right down from... Yeah experiencing some of the great hospitality to the evening entertainment spectacular scenery and it's it's all about enjoying every second of your time in ireland on our tours you sent me a, a pdf file and i gotta tell you the the itinerary was phenomenal i mean it just looking at what you can do you know playing golf at a different place every day uh, eating at a different place every day partying at night at a different place some of the places like you know, eight, nine hundred years old places. I mean, it's it, phenomenal to think that some of that stuff has been as it is for that long. It's hard to get your brain around. But I got to tell you, Phil, I got tired just reading it. Not that the reading made me tired, but it was the thought of doing all that stuff. I was like, oh, when's he going to let me rest? <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. We're we're very, very much focused on, on clients enjoying every second of their time in Ireland. And our whole ethos is that you come over to Ireland and you concentrate on your golf and, and enjoying Ireland and we take care of everything else and it's amazing how much you can fit into a small amount of time in Ireland um, you know as I said to you Ireland is it's it's quite a small country you know in terms of other countries and uh, all of the attractions golf courses uh, are all within quite close proximity as well so it's amazing how much you can see and how much you can do in a, in a one-week vacation. Now, you know, uh, so, for instance, if you're playing La Hinch Golf Course on the west coast of Ireland, uh, the Cliffs of Moher, which would be a very, very famous attraction with over a million visitors each year, is less than five miles away from La Hinch Golf Course. Uh, Port Marnock on the east course uh, is less than 10 miles away from Guinness Storehouse. So, as you see, it's very, very easy to sort of combine great golf courses with some of the most famous attractions in the world as well is the blarney stone still there man the blarney stone is is in the south of ireland so yeah you're looking at relatively close to old head of kinsale about a 30 minute drive from old head of kinsale i'd like to see it uh, i don't want to kiss it i just want to see it that's okay. uh, absolutely absolutely <laughs> very very iconic attraction and when you're in ireland it would be rude not to enjoy the whole experience at the 19th hall and Oh, yeah, uh, really, really experience Irish pubs at their very, very best. Whether or not you enjoy Guinness or whether you're a whiskey drinker or whether you don't drink, just to go to a pub, visit a pub, uh, experience the atmosphere, experience some of the great traditional live music, some of the Irish dancing. Uh, it's just an experience in itself to do that. When you go to Ireland and you ask for beer chilled, do they look at you funny? Absolutely. I mean, there's, there's uh, with temperatures over here, there's... there's very, very, very little need for a refrigerator over here, let alone chill anything. But Just keep the um, beer in the cellar. It'll be cold enough. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> no, all, all, all joking aside, um, all of the beer would be chilled. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's, uh, and as I said to you, it's, it's, it's a paradise for anybody who enjoys having the crack and having some fun and chatting to their, chatting to their friends after a game of golf. It's just an absolute joy to uh, experience for, for, for golfers. Hey, Jeff, I know you're going to Scotland this summer. Yeah. But next next year, 2019, because, I mean, you know, we don't we don't want to go out to play golf for a week without somebody there to say, Jeff, what am I doing wrong? But you want to you want to go? I would love to to go play some of those magical courses that that uh, Phil's just mentioned. Mm -hmm. Old Head, uh, yeah. you know, La Hinch, Valley uh -huh. Bunyan. Uh -huh. I, I would just love to go there. I, I think we need to set up something, you we know, do. late summer, maybe early fall. Who knows? Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, why don't we put something together for your listeners? And, uh, you know, it would be great to welcome you guys all over here. And uh, as I said to you, we can promise an unbelievable experience, not only for golfers, but also for non-golfing partners that may be listening to the show as well. We would pride ourselves on as well. In, in, and I know it's always been a difficulty for golfers, what their non-golfing partner will do when, when they're playing golf. But our team would customize itineraries for non-golfers as well. And it's, oh, it's so even something, if a, something if a, again that we... We were very, 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 very passionate about doing. If a couple wanted to come and one part of the couple played golf and the other one didn't, the other one wouldn't have to sit in a hotel twiddling Absolute. their thumbs waiting for the golf game to be done. Absolutely not, oh. John. No, and it's something that we would we would arrange again, fully customized, and 
whether it's somebody that likes hill walking or whether they like sort of history or heritage, all of the non-golfing activities would be fully customized. Beauty with it as yeah. well. So it's, it's not going to be a case that the golfer will have a separate vacation to the non-golfer. So they're both going to collectively enjoy visits to some of the, the famous attractions and also the evening entertainment. So, you know, it's, it's not going to be a separate vacation. I mean, it's, it's going to be the best of both worlds. And as I said to you, um, yeah. we can really, really promise an incredible experience for, for both. Yeah, because I, I love playing golf, but yeah, I wouldn't want to go to Ireland without seeing a castle or two or three, you know? Absolutely. And why not stay in, stay in one when you're here as well? We've got, we've got some incredible castle hotels here at the moment, and yeah. it's something really, really unique about Ireland as well that we would offer something like that. So Are they haunted? Uh, again, uh, some, I mean... possibly, some possibly are. De- depends, depends how much you've had from the uh, top shelf in the 19th hole, I suppose. <laughs> Yeah, that Jameson's creeps up on you, man. I got to absolutely. Tell you. <laughs> so sound good, Jeff? We put have, I'm in. Have Phil put I'm something in. Let's, together. Let's put it together. That's Very super. Cool. Yeah, we'll get we'll get something over. It'd be great to work on work with you on this. Sounds great, man. Make it for you know like late next year. You know, late summer, early fall, September. Absolutely. Yep, perfect timing. Yep, perfect timing. After the kids go to school, so you don't have to schlep them along with you. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know the best part about you know I'm how sorry. about this, John? If yeah. they did it in say late July, my son could come. Yeah. But he goes to school in August. Yeah, exactly. So we can't can't do late. July. I can't do it in August. No. Until he's yeah. back at school, right. or I could do it early September, and then he wouldn't get to come, and boy, would he be bent out of shape at me. That's okay. I mean, you know, he's got to learn what life is really like because he's about to go out on his own in a few years here, you know? True. <laughs> Absolutely. Or tell him if he does well in school, he can take a week off. <laughs> That's probably the, the perfect option, I think. A good call. <laughs> Write a letter to say, listen, my son is sick. He has to go to Ireland to get well. There you we go. Leave and write, we leave and write the note for you for the school. <laughs> yeah. I'll there bet you that his college golf coach will not be able to do that. <laughs> uh, he'll just come back so much the better for being playing golf consistently in Ireland. Sounds great. And, uh, and Phil, for those who uh, can't wait, how about a little shameless self-promotion? How do folks get in touch with your company if uh, they'd like to do yeah, something thanks, on their own? Thanks for that, John. We've, we've got a toll-free number from, from the States, uh, 800 seven seven nine nine eight one zero that's eight hundred seven seven nine nine eight one zero or you can visit our website www.fairwaysandfundays.com so that's www.fairwaysandfundays.com and just for all of your listeners we'll offer a five percent exclusive discount if they quote those weekend golf guys at the time of their golfing inquiry huh. so again if they quote those weekend golf guys when they call us uh, we'll give them a five percent, an exclusive five percent discount on their tour or any tour booked in 2018. Well, there you go. So it's it's been a it's been great fun talking to you guys, and uh, just obviously for your for your listeners as well. I mean, it's it's something that sometimes can take a little bit of planning, and it can take a little bit of forward thinking, I suppose, to come over here to play golf. But we would be delighted to offer any of your listeners advice. You know, anything that they're thinking about in relation to 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 playing over here, visiting over here. So. Again, that toll-free number is there, 800-7799-810. If they'd like to you know, touch base with any of our team, and we'll certainly advise, advise them and point them in the right direction wherever we can. Fantastic. Fellow Carol from Fairways and Fun Days and uh, the award-winning golf tour operator in Ireland. And uh, very uh, thank you for calling us and asking for equal time, man. I think this is going to work out very well. You know, we'll thank you very much, John, and thanks, Jeff, and and hopefully we'll have a chance to welcome you guys over here with some of your listeners in 2019. We'll uh, we'll schlep them along with us. We don't leave home without them. I'm sure we can find a, a large group of raucous people who would enjoy the fun because you know what Irish parties are like. You know, like absolutely, it doesn't it doesn't get any better than over here. And That's you know, it. Jeff, you can you can compare them. You can compare them both then next year and. As I say, Ireland will be coming out favorably for sure. One quick That'll question: Is Irish food better than English food? Absolutely. All right. No, 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 no comparison. Absolutely. That means it has uh, taste because English food didn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got a got a great range of of Irish food over here. We're fortunate, like that. There's so much of the produce that's you know grown on the land over here, and it's all a lot of organic food over here at the moment. But but all homegrown food, so. 
Fantastic. You know, your Irish steaks, your Irish beef, obviously a huge amount of seafood. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But again, really, really good, fresh, fresh produce. So it's, it is fantastic range of food over here. My mouth is watering already. Phil O'Carroll, Fairways and Fun Days. Thank you, sir. And thank you for hanging out with us and start thinking, saving your pennies maybe and uh, thinking about joining us on our trip to Ireland because we're going to do it. We are going to make this happen jeff those weekend someplace you can go anytime you miss one of the shows on the radio you can hear it on the podcast anytime 24 7 you want to get in touch with us well you can do uh facebook.com slash golf guys you can follow us on twitter at wknd golf guys and people say we should be on instagram too but someday we're gonna have to have maybe jeff you can get your son to figure out how to use it or I'll figure it out. Show us how to use it. Whatever. We will be back next week. And until then, whether you're in Ireland or Scotland or right here in a good old USA, just go play some golf. A lot of us are looking for a miracle. You know, we go out and we buy a $500 golf club thinking it's going to give us straighter, longer drives. We buy a $150 golf club thinking it's going to get us out of the sand traps more easily and more often. We buy $200 golf clubs just because we want to get closer to that pin. Well, you know, you don't need a $500 golf club, a $200 golf club, a $150 golf club. All you need is a $5 golf club because the problem may not be the club. It may be your grip. It may be your stance. It may be your ball position. It may be your swing plane. It could be anything that an expensive golf club is not going to fix, but a $5 golf club can fix because Jeff Smith is a genius and he will be able to guide you where you need to go. Check it out. $5golfclub.com. That's all it costs. Five bucks a month. If you're 85 or younger, would you like peace of mind and comfort for your family? We're Final Expense Direct with an urgent message for you. The average funeral today costs over $8,000, but the most you'll get from government benefits is $255. How will your family pay the difference? We can help. Our senior plans start as low as just a dollar a day and pay up to $30,000 for a funeral and other final expenses. Peace of mind is easy. There's no medical exam. You'll have lifetime coverage, and your plan can't be canceled as long as you pay your premiums. Call now for free information about our senior plans. Answer a few simple questions and receive approval right on the phone. Plus, call right now, and we'll give you a discount prescription card for free. Call 800-578-9306. That's 800-578-9306. Again, 800-578-9306.